0: Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: Elijah Moore to the Browns. We'll break it down next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dave Richard. And Dave, we had a big trade go down. We still don't know who's going to be playing quarterback for the New York Jets in 2023. We, yeah, we do. Pretty, we're yeah, pretty we sure do. it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But it hasn't yeah. officially happened, but... We did learn on Wednesday that Elijah Moore will definitely not be catching passes from Aaron Rodgers because he got traded to the Browns for a second round pick. The Browns also sent a third round pick back to the Jets. And I mean, it, it's, a, it's an interesting trade. Elijah Moore, a very, very talented young wide receiver who just did not take the step forward in year two that we expected him to. How much of that was his fault versus the poor quarterback play versus just. He didn't seem to mesh with the coaching staff. So I guess that's where I'll start is how much potential do you think Elijah Moore still has?
0: Oh, I think he still has some good potential And, and this breathes life into his dynasty value uh, it certainly makes him an interesting dark throw when you get to that round 10 range mm-hmm. in your fantasy drafts. I think that what you're looking at with Elijah Moore to begin his tenure with Cleveland is potentially the number two target getter in the offense behind Amari Cooper. And if things break right, if he can keep his head on straight, Chris, we're talking about a guy who does have potential to be a number one type wideout. For a football team, but he's also shown to have, I mean, he's shown the upside to -hmm. be a number one receiver. He did that in 2021 with the Jets in flashes, but he's also shown the downside to be like a number four type of role player (laughs) that doesn't belong on, on fantasy teams. I don't like that. His catch rate has never been higher than 56.9%. Over the course of his two seasons with the Jets, I don't like that he's only collected six end zone targets. Uh, 14 red zone targets with the Jets is pretty good. Does he get those types of opportunities with the Browns? You've got to worry about that a little bit just because of Nick Chubb being there. Their run preferred style does make it a little bit harder to expect gobs of touchdowns from Elijah Moore so I think you're, you're hoping for volume and you're hoping for him to make some splash plays after the catch that is something that he did a lot of in college I think he still has the potential to do it I, I I'm looking at him in round 10 and I'm pretty sure he'll be gone by then there's going to be enough hype and we'll see if, if things work out better then, yeah, you, know, you can't take away the fact that he's going to get targets and he's going to be with Deshaun Watson. It's just a matter of how many targets will there be from Deshaun Watson in Cleveland.
1: Yeah, one of the concerns that I would have is the Browns played three wide receiver sets just 58% of the time. That was the 12th lowest rate in the NFL. On passing snaps, only 75% of their passes were three wide receiver or more. Uh, so, three, four or five wide receiver sets. Sure, so sure, sure. if this wasn't a team, you know, it, I guess it kind of depends on is he going to be an every down player? Does he play on the outside? Is this still Donovan Peoples-Jones on the outside? And more is more of a, a slot receiver. Mm. But I will say, you know, you mentioned his low catch rate. I think we know whose fault that is when he, when <laughs> he was targeted seasons, by Zach, well, when he seasons? was targeted by Zach Wilson at a 48.3% catch rate, 1.04 yards per route, run 5.6 yards per target with literally anyone else throwing his way. And the jets oh, have not had any Joe Flacco, Mike white, Josh yeah. Johnson, Chris Streveler. Give it to me. 65% catch rate. Right, 1. That's what 4 I Yards hear. per route, run 8.2 yards per target. Now, Deshaun Watson wasn't good last year. Granted, no, he but hadn't you played him a since pass 2020. That, right? Sure. Yeah. That's that's the question is how much of a pass does he get for that? And do we still think Deshaun Watson, who, you know, pretty much every year in Houston supported two wide receivers who averaged 60 yards per game? It was De- DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller at first, then Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller for that one season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's the potential there if he can get back to that. Do you have those concerns though? I don't think he's as good of a receiver as those other guys are. Mm-hmm. Certainly doesn't have
0: the deep speed of Will Fuller. Doesn't. I, I don't think he's got the nuance of Brandon Cooks. We know he's not like DeAndre Hopkins. So I don't think he can get up to there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am encouraged by that catch rate, though. I'm I'm going to withdraw what I said about the catch rate for those first two seasons in New York. And that does make me feel a little bit better. One last thing you mentioned about where could he play. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people kind of peg him for that slot receiver yeah. role. Maybe that's where he ends up with the Browns, but we saw him line up wide quite a bit with the Jets. In fact, more so out wide than in the slot in each of his two seasons there. Uh, I I think that we're going to continue to see him be used in and out of that. And if they're going to use, you know, you mentioned how many times they use three receiver sets or more in Cleveland, and it wasn't a lot when they dial it down to two wide receiver sets. I still think he's going to be on the field. I think he'll be able to to kind of oust Donovan Peoples Jones from that. I would draft Elijah Moore, for example, ahead of Donovan Peoples Jones.
1: Yeah, I would too, even though I, I do kind of like Donovan Peoples Jones. But let's uh move on real quick. You know, I don't think we have to spend too much time on it on the Jets because we're gonna talk about them a lot once Aaron Rodgers does get traded there, but you know, now they signed Miko Hardman on Wednesday. That came before the trade of Elijah Moore. I think it probably precipitated it. And Alan Lazard signed with them officially earlier in the week. So this receiving core seems pretty much set. Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Miko Hardman, Corey Davis. I don't think we think he's going to matter much. He might still get traded or released. But uh, is do you, would you be willing to draft any of those guys except for Garrett Wilson?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's not going to be with a priority pick. Wilson's going to be a priority. I, I almost sent out this tweet today, Chris. Garrett Wilson equals Devontae Adams. Michael Hardman equals MVS with some possible red zone scheme up type of opportunities like we saw mm-hmm. in Kansas City last year. And then Alan Lazard equals Alan Lazard. And you've got the the, the trio of receivers that Aaron Rodgers threw to not in 2022, but in 2021, Mm -hmm. that was one of his two MVP seasons. I think that that's what the Jets are going to go for. I don't know if the Jets are going to keep Corey Davis because he costs a pretty penny on the salary cap. They can save some money if they dump him. But whether it's Davis or Mims, that's going to be quality depth for them. And if it is Davis, he's the one that could end up playing a lot as the third receiver and McCole Hardman is specialized a little bit more. It's a guy that can take the top off of defense or be used inside the 10-yard line like we saw with the Chiefs. It'll be interesting to see how the Jets go about utilizing Nicole Hardman. He's going to be in that round 11-12 range for me. I'd rather have Elijah Moore, for example. Maybe they're a little bit closer to each other in non-PPR leagues, but I do think Hardman will have a role, and they will find ways to scheme him up. The problem for fantasy managers is going to be how how do we know when to use him, which yeah. weeks will be the best weeks to use Nicole Hardman, because he might end up playing of the snaps each week. He might end up getting three or four touches each week, but some weeks it's going to mean 15 yards and some weeks it's going to mean 86 yards and a touchdown. We're just not going to know. That's why he's a headache that you don't worry about until around 13 plus.
1: All right. That's going to do it for FFT and five. Now the jets just have to actually trade for Aaron Rodgers, and we can finally finalize what we expect for that offense. And whenever that happens, we'll obviously have you updated here. Make sure you subscribe and review Fantasy football today in five. We'll see you next time.